It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, mon ami Simon. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, good evening. Comment ça va? Oh, I'm very well. Thank you. Everybody's like, what station is this? Yes, <laughs> we have a French romance expert here, Simon Marcel. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, yes. And, and... You humble servant, and everybody humble else servant. humble servant. Every woman needs a humble servant, right? That's what I'm here for. Yes, I am Angie Taylor. I am the realist. I am not your servant. I am nobody's servant, okay? So I will spank you, and Simon will rub it better. But listen, Simon. <laughs> yes. I want to get to uh, some emails that we have. You know, lots of people need love advice, dating mm-hmm. advice. Uh, we are not doctors. We are not therapists. We're just your friends. We are uh, a French man who knows all about romance, and I am a woman who's dated half the population, <laughs> now a married mother, happily married For mother, a long time. For a long time. And uh, we just want to, you know, be your friends and help you through your love queries and your romantic issues. So when we come back, Simon, I have an email. This this one is specifically for you, Okay. Uh, being your romantic self. It's mm-hmm. bonjour, Simon Marcel. Oh, yes. Bonjour, bonjour. Sometimes people send yeah. us emails at simonandangie.com that are specifically for you, Simon, uh, because you have that very gentle touch. You have that loving way about Thank you. you. And let's get to this next. Uh, somebody from Des Moines has an email. Okay. Um, it's talking about dating at work. And ah. I know this is a big deal. Sure is. Uh, we have somebody here that's dating at work on our show. Hello, Jordan. I won't name any names. But when we come <laughs> back, let's get to this email, okay? Yes. When we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I'm so excited. We have a new affiliate with us tonight. Yes. Shout out to WDFM, Defiance, Ohio, Mix 98.1. Bonjour, WDFM. I mean, it's a proud moment. You know, I love Ohio. You know how much I'm attached to Ohio. Yes, you are very then, attached to Ohio. Yeah, I still have a residence there after all these years. That's your state. Ohio. It is. My husband is from Ohio. So, He's yeah, from exactly. Cincinnati. See, the two men in your life. Yes. Right? My two favorite men. That, that's right. Both all Ohio, from Ohio. Men. Yeah, I love it. So thank you, Ohio. Thank you, Defiance, Ohio, Mix 98.1 for listening tonight. So let's get right down to it. Yes. And this is what the show is about. We're talking about romance and love and dating. Somebody has a question for you, Simon. Sure. We got this email at simonandangie.com. It comes from Amanda. She listens on Now 105.1 in Des Moines, Iowa. She says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Amanda. I started a new job a few months ago. I actually found myself liking a guy I work with. He's in a position above me. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Uh, we were supposed to go out a few weeks ago, but he canceled... He doesn't want to put either of our jobs at risk. He said if we don't work together, it would be a completely different story. But we do still text or talk to each other almost every night. A lot of flirting on both sides. I cannot keep my eyes off him at work. So I'm trying to figure out if I should keep this whole thing up in hopes that it'll actually go somewhere. Or should I leave it alone? I really like him. I want to get to know him more. But I don't want to waste time or catch more feelings if it's truly not going to go anywhere. Please Help me, I'm hopeful, from Amanda. What do you say, Simon, about that? It's a sticky situation. Amanda, I have this advice for you. Okay. I think you have to play a little distance, okay? Because in life, you have to make choices. Right. And true love, if that's the case, is the biggest choice you can make. Why? Because true love is the root for not only your husband, but the future family. You can always find another job. You can always find you know, a, a different position. If it's the one and only then and you is one and only then that's all it is about so 
Uh, I want to put him on a situation where he's going to have to stop getting the advantage of flirting with you, texting, and misses you. Right. So I say stop texting, put a little distance, and say, you know, let's see what happens. Either he's going to really miss you and going to take you on a date, and then good luck to you guys. Bill Gates married somebody from, from Microsoft, Melinda Gates, oh, right. and nobody got sued and everything is okay. But he's the boss boss. Yeah, and with Bill Gates... And if a... Bill Gates says it's okay for us to date, you date Bill Gates. Yes. Uh, Plus, Bill Gates is worth $87 trillion, exactly. so I date Bill Gates anyway. Because, I don't care. And, I think, you know, and because love is more important than a job. Okay, Simon, let me ask you this question, though. He is above her yeah. uh, ranking. He is the one that pumped the brakes first. Yeah. He's the one that said... We work together. We should not date. So she should take that cue because if he's the one that said no first, then I think you're right. She should stop with the texting, stop with everything, and see where it goes from there. You said there are other jobs or other things. However, sometimes we're – this is our career, and we've worked hard for this job, and we can't just leave. If you and I were having this torrid love affair – I can't just leave. I've worked my whole life to be here with you, Simon. What, what are we going to do? We have to stop cold turkey and take it from there. Right. But I really think that in the case of Mamoda, uh, he's, he's, he's using this as an excuse to not engage. Maybe and he's there's not a reason. And yeah. there's a reason. But I don't he's think the it's one work. pumping the brakes, so I, it doesn't matter. He pumped the brakes first. Whatever the reason is, she needs to back off. Absolutely. Don't you that's think? Why, that's why I said the distance. Yes. She needs to stop this and then see what happens. I agree. But my take, Amanda, so you don't have your hopes too high, he's not in the same place you are. Yeah, Enjoys he's trying to back off. Attention. He's trying to back off. She yes. should back off. Yes, you have to back off and see what happens. Yeah, I agree with you. But I love the fact that you emailed us. And, and ask me this question. I, I really think it's key. And then everybody should remember, 60% of American people meet their mate at universities or college or at work. At work, for so, sure. So that's I've dated a, people from work. Yeah, many Have people. You? Uh, never. Never? No, I don't know why I never. I never got lucky. Uh, I want to talk about that, Simon, when we come back. Okay. Dating somebody at work, would you do it? I want to know, Simon, if you would date somebody here in our office at work. There's a lot of beautiful women here. Th- they are. It's very tempting. And I know that a couple of them are in love with you. Oh, I don't so know that. I know that, and oh. our producer, Jill, knows that. Oh, Jill knows that, there's, too? There's one or two women. Yet yeah, Jill, uh, third place in the Long Island beauty pageant, she knows that. So let's talk about that when we come <laughs> Jill's going to kill me. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Shout out to our new affiliate, Mix 98.1, Defiance, Ohio. Thanks for being with us tonight. Yes, WDFM. Yes, thank you for tuning in. We had a message at simonandangie.com about a woman who is in love or wants to date somebody, a superior of hers at work. He's telling her no. Can't happen. You you had great advice, Simon. You you said he's he's pumping the brakes. He's the one doing it. That you have to back off yeah, as well, especially because he's above her. Distance and frustration. Right. Absolutely. Starting I, tonight. I had a little joke about our producer Jill before we went to. The we party. have all this joke. I, about. I, I feel very bad because it was kind of an inside joke, but I have to let our listeners in, especially our new affiliate in Ohio. So. Our producer, Jill, is the most amazing woman. She is. And, I've known and Jill. very beautiful. Yes, very beautiful. I've known Jill for 15 years. We used to work together in Philadelphia. We worked together at Q102 in Philly. So Jill and I have known each other forever. I learned a story about her the other day where yeah. she <laughs> said that uh, she had considered running for Miss Long Island. No, that's not how it went. Anyway, I was telling her a story about this guy that we both think is cute. His wife was a Miss America contestant. I said, oh, she was on Miss America 
And Jill said, oh, oh, really? Okay, Angie, thank you for squashing my dreams. <laughs> I could have been Miss Long Island. And I said, yep. that might not have been hard, Jill. I was kidding. And Jill got really offended. <laughs> I, however, grew up in a trailer park in Minnesota, so I'm not trying to put anybody's anything down. Not that there's anything wrong with the trailer park either. And then it turned into this whole, Jill got third place in Miss Long Island. So from now on, I will refer to Jill as third place That's- Miss Long Island. Producer Jill. Yeah. yeah. Do we get it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jill is a stunner, though. Jill, let me tell you something. When we were in Philly, Jill was the girl that every dude, all of them, and her friend Sarah was with us over the weekend. Her friend Sarah said the same thing. Same thing. Jill does not believe me. She's very shy. She is shy. I want to talk about shy. Yeah. Can we talk about shy? Let's talk about shy. Why are we shy? Why are we shy? And what do we do when we're shy when it comes to dating and relationships? Let's talk about shy. This is a good natural progression when we're talking about beautiful, amazing Jill. How do you start dating somebody who's shy or if you're shy? If you're shy. We're going to talk about that. Good. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Yeah, two surveys. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. So we're talking about how hard it is when you're shy to approach people uh, you know, romantically, if you're a man or a woman, either way, um, I feel very bad because I think our producer Jill is about to quit. I was giving is her she? crap. Yeah, I love. Listen, I'm like a guy the way I poke at people and and like to rib people, and I hope people feel that they can do the same to me. But I was saying yeah. Jill is very shy. Hi, Jill. Hi. Hi. So <laughs> I want to know Jill because Simon, we're talking about do you, Jill. Do you ever, as a woman? Being a shy woman, you're you're admittedly shy, yes? Very. Okay, have you ever approached a man? No. Never? Well, maybe if I was drunk, I probably did once So you twice. need liquid courage. Oh, yes, for sure. That's the only way you'll do it. Definitely. Why would you not approach a man? What what is a, What is the fear in you that is blocking you from saying, I think this guy, let's say it's Simon, I think this guy is really handsome, Simon, and I want to just say, hey, how are you? Would you ever walk up and start a conversation with a man? Mm-hmm. Sober, probably not. Okay. Because it's just very, like, vulnerable. And are you afraid what's going to happen? He's going to think you're crazy. People are going to talk. They're going to point and laugh, like, in in the TV shows. All of that, yes. I don't really, I'm not, like, a huge fan of, like, attention. So, like, me asking for it from somebody by saying, like, I like you is kind of very, like, so. I have a question. Um, What is it when you said to be shy? What do you feel inside of you when, and I don't even remember romantically, what is it to be shy? Yes. Maybe it's like insecure. Insecure. I think every woman can relate to that. We're all insecure. And men. And men. It's not everybody in the world that have a level of shyness. I want to ask you when we come back, Simon, we we have more time to talk next. And Jill, I want to keep you on as well. When a woman approaches you, Simon, what do you think? Because Jill is afraid to approach a man. I want to know what is going through a man's head. You want me to tell you what it feels like? Yes. I want you to tell me what that feels like. Because women are very afraid to approach men. And Jill's not the... I would be afraid to approach a man everybody thinks i have all this confidence i don't it's fake i would be afraid to approach a man i really would so let's talk about what it feels like for a man yep. simon i want to know when we come back on the rendezvous with simon and angie welcome back to the rendezvous with simon and angie 855-905-8255 we're taking calls on this topic about being shy mm-hmm. we got on the subject about our amazing producer jill who we would die without simon we would Absolute die without much. jill yes, she, she's the director jill is the best of the rendezvous and i've known jill forever and jill's always been shy men have always been in love with jill but jill 
doesn't trust it and she doesn't believe it. And I asked Jill if you ever approach men in public and you said. No. Never. You've never once walked up to a dude and said, I think you're so cute. No. Or, hey, what's your name? Or, hey, how are you? Even just to say hi. Not that I can remember. Okay. Mm -mm. So, and you said that your fear was that they would. Rejection, insecurity, just coming off looking stupid. Like they're going to like point and laugh with their friends and be like this dumb girl. Yes. First of all, no guy would ever do that. Let me just say that. Simon, I want to know from you, Mm -hmm. and I want Jill to feel better. We're trying to build Jill's confidence. (laughs) I have two goals this year. One goal is, Simon, for you to find the love of your life. I'm looking. My other goal is to make Jill the most outgoing, strong woman ever. When it comes to men, women, life, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, Simon. Yes. When women have approached you, and I'm sure it's happened, and maybe they've said hi, maybe Mm -hmm. they've been overt. What do you think about a woman that approaches a man? And I think it's wonderful. It, it, happens. it probably takes some pressure off, no? Yeah, what I, what I, when that happens, it happens only very rarely, to be honest, because I like to do the approach and I like to say hi and, and shake somebody's hand right away and just establish contact. But you're very aggressive as a man, in a good way. Like, I, I am you, a if romantic. you see something you like, you go for it. Well, yeah, a lot I, of men don't. I am a romantic. I have okay. to say hi. I cannot yes. resist. I, I cross and, restaurants to say hi to, to, to women I like in front of everybody. You've stopped traffic. I stopped traffic but in Paris. But what if a that. woman did this for you? How would you feel about it? If she crossed a restaurant, if she stopped traffic and said, Simon Marcel, you are the most suave, so, handsome man I've ever seen. I must have your number. I would say, see, if I like her, right? Because it all depends how much I like her or not. Mm-hmm. If I like her, thank, merci, thank you, and please sit down. And, and you would be excited. Very. I would be flattered. Look at I, Jill is so nervous. She I just would, knocked her <laughs> cup over and I heard I, it. I, I would be flattered. But here's, here's the thing with nervous people. Yes. The nervousness can only become with a slow motion of words, okay? When the heart beats of, of somebody who's very anxious or shy. The, the words are anxious. Yes. So if you speak too fast, if you speak too loud to somebody uh, nervous, you make slow. that. Sh- yes. So slow down. Slow down. And use a tone of voice that is soft. Yes. And not. Don't like, be too eager. No, don't be too eager. Or excited. And not like, tack, tack, tack. Not like that. Just High like, up in your voice. Like, yeah, like Just a curve. Down. Not like, pointy. If I'm curvy. walking up to you in a bar. Hey, Simon. Hey, Angie. Hey there. How are you? Good. I Bonjour. love that blue zip-up sweater that you have on. And and I love the Gun N' Roses t-shirt, black it's, t-shirt you wear. It's not Guns N' Roses. Why are you not even paying attention to what I'm wearing? You're so rude. Are you looking at somebody else behind me? Um, I'm, I'm I, wearing something completely different. Oh, I, I thought it was... Now the, you realize I'm crazy. Jill, you try it. <laughs> you try it. Jill, you're, you're normal. You're not crazy like me. Try to... Let's pretend Simon is in a bar, Okay. And you're down the bar with me. Me and you are having a couple cocktails. You're like, this guy, this guy. And mm-hmm. I say, go talk to him. What would you say? I would maybe just like smile and like have eye there you contact go. a little bit. But That's I wouldn't start. say anything. Okay, so if you do the eye contact at first <laughs> and you get the eye contact back, at mm-hmm. least you know that he's interested. So that's right. a good way to start. You would not have the confidence then to go? No, I would be like, can you go talk to him for me? And then you can <gasps> do it for you me. want me to pass a no like yes. we're in seventh grade? Circle yes or no, do you like uh, but, me? That kind of but thing. I think I like what she's saying because you, the, the, the uh, shyness is a, is, is a difficult thing to overcome. Mm-hmm. So, you, so if you have friends that are shy, help them. Yes. And, and, and pass the notes and pass the thing. I think because really you have friends that are very shy, men also. Mm-hmm. And I've always told them, for men, if you want to approach a woman and you're super nervous, slow down the slow pace down. of your approach. It's like, don't be pointy, be curvy. 
like I like that. Don't point at somebody. Yes. Girl, Go around. around the way. Be around the way, girl, yes. Jill. That's what Simon is saying. Like, that, hey, how you doing? I like that sweater you're wearing. Listen, Don't get right to the point exa- and say, hey, I would like to go out with you tomorrow night. Same thing when you think about making love. It's not pointy. It's curvy. It's, it's curvy. It's slowly. Angles. It's, like, it's no, curves. Not yeah, even angles. Curves. curves. No angles. I like it. Curve, you curves. See? Let's talk more about this because I feel like it's such a huge issue. And women are in a position now more than ever where sometimes we have to be the one to approach men. We have to be the one, even on social media, to have the opening line, the cool opening line. Like, hey, how are you doing? If you're on Bumble, that's all up to the girls. Let's talk more mm-hmm. about being the one. To yes. break the ice when you're shy. Mm-hmm. Next on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So listen, Simon. Yes, I want, I want to close out this segment of talking about how to approach somebody when you're shy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women are in this position now where we have to be the ones to ask men out. It's not easy. We do it on social media. Women are in charge on Bumble. Sometimes we approach men in bars. We were talking to our amazing producer, Jill, who has... Her entire world at her feet, she's beautiful, she's smart, she's successful, but still shy around men. And I understand that with women. And you were saying what you find attractive when a woman would approach you. Yeah, I I find it very attractive and very charming. And there's nothing wrong in today's age to approach first. But really, if you're a woman now and you wonder you like a guy... You know, say hi. It does not going to take you for an easy woman. Okay, remember that. Yes. In that 2017, nothing to do with, yes. you're not an easy woman. Thank you. If you come say hi to a guy at a Thank party. Thank you. Just, that's the, say that again, Simon. You're not an easy woman in the mind of a man because you're the one making the first step. Okay, and, hi. but we've been preconditioned to think those well, things. And you, like I was saying earlier, women are not used to doing this. Men are used to always, I was equating and, it to being, uh, you know, Angie, an actor that and, always gets shot down for a role you keep going you keep going it's hard for a woman Angie, we, we're not used to it in your childhood who are the only kind of woman who makes the first step to a man there's a word for that badasses prostitution oh solicit <laughs> solicitating no no in the old days in the old days the old days who was yes, making if you were propositioning you were you, a prostitution that's my point yes things I, have changed I, thank uh, god prostitute not a prostitute yeah. exactly now, Women make as much money than men. Women are all equal, thank God, to men. And if you're listening, remember, you can go approach a man, say hi. You're not going to be taken for either that or an easy woman. So say hi. That's how love story starts. That is so great. And you led into a great topic, Simon, that I want to talk about next. And it's all about women getting married less and less. Um, And how the roles for women have changed because you talked about how it was different back then. And I want to talk about how they've changed in our next hour when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, bonjour. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Our French romance expert. So, Simon, Mm -hmm. I have something that might sound a little foreign to you being foreign you're an american (laughs) frenchman yes living here in america but women here in this country are getting married less and less in america and the reason might be a little bit shocking we'll get into it more on our next break but i just want to preview this interesting let you marry women are getting married less and less yes and there was once a very good reason for women to lock down with a man men offered something that we as women needed they were hunters providers protectors while women took on the role of child rearing, maintaining mm-hmm. a home, being housewives, 
this is biological role. Mm-hmm. These are uh, gender roles, right? Mm-hmm. So the natural order of how things are supposed to be. Uh, for a very long time, no one even thought about it. So now more and more women realize that marriage isn't necessary after all. Why are women getting married less and less? I want to know what you think. Mm-hmm, Do mm-hmm. you see that that's an issue? Do you think that women are getting married less and less? Do you feel like that's a problem? I I, I am a very progressive. I work all the time. I love my job. I am mm-hmm. a mother and I am married. Yeah, yes. I, I am a romantic in that way where I believe in the traditional roles of that. I love that romance. But I got to ask you this question before I answer. Could you've been with Jason for so long? Would you be okay not being married? Probably Since? not. Probably not. And I want to t- know why. Okay, when we come back, we have some time to talk about it. Women are getting married less and less. Why is this happening? Are we comfortable with it as women and as men? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I found this article about women getting married less and less. Yeah. And I want to know what you think about it, because a lot of times uh, women now, some of the things uh, that they say about women getting married less are that they're not finding worthwhile guys anymore. Or, you know, we women feel like we're the complete package on our own. We're working more than men. We don't need men. It's not about us being housewives and men going to work every day. Marriage is outdated. Marriage is about ownership. There's a lot of that going on. And you asked me a question before we went to break. Yeah, and I ask you, you've been uh, married for almost eight years. Yes. You uh, have known Jason for two more, right? Yep. And I said to you, Angie, would you have stayed with Jason if he never proposed? Same man, house together, Hannah, but he would never propose. No. Why not, Angie? Insecurity. I need security. I want to know that I, I'm traditional in that way. Okay. Where I want to know, and and I know this is, uh, I'm romanticizing marriage in this way. That I think that if we're explain, I, I think that if we're committed and we do these vows and we have these rings, that it's forever. But I know things happen even when you have your rings on. I know people cheat. I know things fall apart. In my mind, though, especially being a single mother, when I started dating my husband, right. I wanted the security of our family together. I wanted my daughter to know that he wasn't leaving. I wanted to know he wasn't leaving. I wanted there to be something more concrete than just another dude in my house uh, hanging out. And so there's that part of me that wanted that. Totally and totally respectable. But leads to my question number two. How long could you have waited at the time? If, let's say... Not long. How long? In your mind. Remember when you were... Seven, eight years ago. Honestly, not long because I I wasn't, if I were a single girl, it might have been different. It might have been a couple of years, but I wasn't a single girl. I was a single mother. And so I, I am a package deal and I'm not putting my daughter through that. And I'm not letting men come in and out of our home, in and out of our lives. Um, it's bad enough that her father and I didn't work out, even though for whatever reason, I still have guilt about that as a mother. Because ideally, you want your family together. It didn't work. Um, so 
I didn't want another man to come into her life mm-hmm. specifically and have it not work again. I didn't want her to think that men just come in and out. I wanted her to have a good example of a relationship that sustains and that men can be men and stay in love and care for her and care for her mother. I want her to see the example of how relationships are supposed to work. Totally. How much was it for Jace? For, how much was it for Hannah? How much was it for you? How much? I'm sorry. So if you, if you take 100% of why you wanted to be married, how much was it for Hannah to have a stable man in the house and a father figure that... 50-50. 50-50. But, but I should say 55-50 or 55-45. 55 more her. I, I don't want the instability for her. Okay. I want the love for all of us, but I would not tolerate instability. How about that? So, so, so I want love for our whole family. Right. I will not tolerate instability. So totally. that's where the 55% on her side comes in because I also won't stay in a relationship that is toxic just Good. for some stability. I won't stay in that situation either. So that leads me to the point of we, we started the, the, the topic. We said, why are women getting married less and less? Yes. The reason is, I think, is what you said, is that women having children later on in life, right? Yes. Right? It's not number one. Which leads number two, if you're single, then you're not looking to get married right away because you don't have you kids. You have your own life. Yes, you have. And because women... Ideally, do not want to be just housewife. They want to be like you and Gitello. They want to have, you know, great jobs. They want to have great. If they don't have the great man, they still want the great job, and they also know they can raise children on their own. They've had to learn to do that in right. the last thirty years, sadly. So that's all the reasons I think women are getting married less and well, less. They're also more picky, and they should be. And, and Jill and I were speaking. Our producer Jill and I were speaking this about this off air and saying that, hey, we don't need that really anymore. And and that was kind of, you know, back in the day, there was a thing like you, the, the girls were passed from their father on to the next husband, and that's not a necessity anymore. However, Jill and I, we were talking about our sisters saying that's all they ever wanted. Our little sisters both were, I just want to be a mom. I just want to be this. And Jill and I were very career driven. Like, this is what we want. It's very different. So when we come back, let's talk more yeah, about. And last guess, Jill too. Yeah, let's talk about that dynamic. And I want to ask you, Simon, how would you feel? About a woman who said, hey, I don't want to get married. I just want to hang out. Ooh. Because that happens when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have this topic, Simon, mm-hmm. about women getting married less and less. Mm-hmm. It's scientific. It's it's just a statistic these days. Women don't care as much. Um some of these reasons, there's not as many worthwhile guys. Uh, women are the complete package on their own. Marriage is outdated. Um, the hookup culture is alive and well with the Tinder dating and things like that. So if you're getting the hookups and you still have your career, like, what's the point? So you, Simon, were, were saying about Jill and I, so, yeah, our producer. Something interesting in, in me working with both of you is you both, in a situation, have sisters that it went traditional way. Younger sisters. Younger sisters. Yes. So I want to ask Jill... Um, our producer here, Jill, you, 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 why did you never or wanted, like, it's not your big goal and it was hers. What do you think, you know, made marriage wasn't your goal, not her main goal. Yeah. Um, my sister is actually older, so she did younger. She did everything, got it out of the way. She wanted to be a wife and a mother. She did that first. So I felt like I didn't have any pressure to do it. Okay. I also, the pressure was off. Yeah. And I also think like. 
for me, marriage is like standing in front of a room full of people and saying, I'm taken. Thank mm. you. Congratulations. You felt like there's an ownership thing about yeah, it? Yeah, kind okay. of. And I don't think I ever really needed that. So the know. pressure was completely off you and you were free to do with your life what you wanted. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. I was the oldest and I was sort of in charge of raising my younger brother and sister. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, I don't want this. I'm... 14, 12, 13, 16. I'm a mom already. I have these two younger kids. I want to do whatever I want. I couldn't wait to be a grown up because I thought at a young age I was forced to be so grown when I wasn't ready. So when I was finally out of the house, I could do whatever I wanted. And that for me was independence. So freedom. Freedom. Let's talk more about this, Simon. When we come back, why? And I want to know if a woman said this to you, what you would think, (laughs) especially at our age. We're in our 40s. What would you feel? No, you're not off the hook. I'm going to ask you when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about how women Mm -hmm. don't really feel the need to get married anymore. In fact, studies are saying women are getting married less and less. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our producer Jill and I talked about the reasons we may have held off. I didn't get married till 37. Jill's not married yet either. Yeah. We have different reasons. Simon, I want to know, because you're in your 40s. Late 40s. Late 40s. (laughs) And, you know, you date women in your age group, maybe a little bit younger sometimes. Not much younger than my age No, not much younger. But if you found a woman that said, hey, I've never had kids, I've never been, or whatever the reason is, and didn't want to get married, and I know you want to be married, and you don't want children. No. But let's say she never wanted to get married. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about that? Totally cool. You would be totally cool. Because love is more important than the institution. Would be- you not feel secure? No. I would be disappointed, but I really feel, as my from my parents, it's not the institution that makes the love. Mm-hmm. It's the love that makes the institution worthy. If so, and that's the point you made. You may have a ring. You may have said yes, oh, yes, people yes. People can cheat. Fifty percent yes. will divorce. Right. No institution is keeping people together. I don't buy that. Look at the people that have never Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell, their whole life together. So, there are lots of people that make it work without the ring. Exactly. The so, ring is nothing. It's if, the marriage. That's the two of you. The true love. The heartbeats. The attention. The, the attachment. Not a ring. Now I'm old school, so that's my wish. But if somebody I would love say I don't feel because like getting you're married. Because you're romantic. To. Yes, I'm and a, a romantic. traditionalist. In I that am a way. traditionalist yes. in old school, and that's why I got married. But true. But love is more important for me than percent. any tradition or any old school. First, to be love and love, and second, the tradition. Yeah, I I believe that a thousand percent, Simon. If somebody would have said to me, "You could be married, but he might not be faithful," or "You could be with somebody forever, it'd be amazing," I'd be like, "I don't want to be married." Then exactly. it, it's all about the relationship. The, that's it. It's the people. It is. And Simon, let's yes. go to the phones because some people want to talk about this too. Oh, not yeah, everybody yeah. gets married anymore. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. That's the number to call. Phones are open on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. So, Simon, we've been talking about, you know, marriage with some people is a necessity, something they really, really want. And a lot of people, especially women today, are saying, why do I need to get married anymore? Uh, I'm not property of my dad. He doesn't have to pass me on to a man to take care of me. So true. I have my job. If I want to have a family, I don't need somebody for that either. So let's take some calls on that. 855-905-8255 on the line from Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa, listening on now 105.1. Here's Larissa. Hey, Larissa. Hi. Hi. Bonjour. I I have like two things to say about this. Like, A, I've had personal experience with this to where 
I don't want to be a six-year girlfriend, and I was. In right. fact, when I got to year seven, I was like, okay, this is it. I don't need to be married to you. We're doing the same thing. I mean, I started to even look into a domestic partnership, but I just realized, like, I, after, like, the seventh year, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is really stupid, and I don't want to continue to waste my life under this premise that I need to be married to be, like, validated. So I just was like, listen, I, I kind of at that point was like, and we never got married. We actually ended up breaking up at year seven, and I was like, that's the reason why you shouldn't be a six-year girlfriend, and you don't necessarily have to get married. Is it because you wanted to get married and you'd been sitting there for six years going, is this going to happen or you just... Yes. That was exactly what happened and I felt like, oh my God, I want to get married, I want to get married. You waited a lot longer than most people would, like, so you hung on. I loved him. I loved him and Uh, I thought, you know, being married is what had to happen. So basically, in other words, I changed my mind about what I thought had to happen. You know, I had that whole premise, I need to be married by 25, ABC, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, but really, why do I? You know, I'm not in a rush. Let me just wait. And then after that, it looked bad on him because I I kept telling him, I don't want to be a six-year girlfriend. I wanted to be married. But either way, I changed my mind about the whole thing and just decided, like, all right, I don't need to be married to be my own woman. Right. Right. And well, <laughs> that, that's what many, many women and younger women thinks. I don't need the validation from, you know, the marriage itself as an institution right. or as from a man to propose or, you know, as a complete woman alone or with somebody. Uh, it used to be a days like we were talking about where you need to be two people to make one. One was the family. The two people was the the root of it. But now things have changed for many. And I really think it's a matter of just being honest with what you really want in your heart of hearts. If you really want to be married, then take the steps to do that. And if you're sitting in a relationship for years and it's not going the way you want, then if you can't change your, you know, your situation, you, you got to get out of it and, and find the situation that works for you. For sure. And, and that's if, what I did. There and you that's go. What I did. All right. Well, good for you. Thank you so much for calling and and just be honest with who you are and what you want. Um, And and don't compromise because it's what somebody else wants, because then you become resentful and that's no fun. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. Thanks for listening, Larissa. You take care and we'll talk to you soon on The Rendezvous. Thanks, Larissa. Thank you for hanging out tonight with The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon. Angie Taylor. I loved our show tonight. Great in the show Ooh-la-la again. Studios. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us. If you missed anything, please go to simonandangie.com. All of our podcasts are there. You can also see Simon Marcel on your FYI show, which, by the way. That's right. I'm a huge fan. Thank you, Angie. Of In Bed with Simon. Yes. And so just, you know, we have all those almost 20 episodes, latest, getting funnier and funnier. I'm self-promoting, of course, shamefully, but... (laughs) Uh, No, I'm promoting you because it's really the rendezvous on TV, and I love that. Half of the rendezvous because, you, you know, you're missing there. So so I'm only the half. But it's 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 real couples on the bed uh, and, and, and me. And then it's in a, public. In public, in a mall. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. And the reactions I get, just like we do here, are real and fun. So simonenergy.com, just click on yes. and check in bed with Simon. So listen, uh, we had a great show. If you missed anything, like I said, with Simon's show, with our show, simonandangie.com, we talked about dating a coworker. Mm-hmm. That was the Bonjour Simon Marcel. We talked about women getting married less and less. And then we also talked about our beautiful, amazing, accomplished producer, Jill, how shy she is with men. And Miss Long Island. That's right. Third runner up. And how 
Men love her, and she's very shy. And you had a great point, a great Simon Says in that segment. Yeah, thanks, Angie. I said, you know, when it comes to love and romance and even friendship, don't be pointy, be curvy. And what does that mean? It means don't point, don't threaten, don't yell. Be curvy, be soft, be warm, right. be reassuring, so, so be kind. When we're saying, you know, like, hey, you're a little bit too shy, when you approach somebody, don't be in their face. Just like be sweet and subtle and soft. Exactly. Yes? Just okay. just imagine if you put your hand, do you want to put something on something very pointy or something very soft uh, and curvy? Perfect. All right. That's how you think about love and relationships. Perfect. Approach everything. Be curvy to each other. With that curviness and that softness. Of I course. love that sentiment, Simon. Thank you, Angie. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. It is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.